Put your glass on, get your bass on, cause you're a glass boss. Jewelry has the power to be the one little thing that makes us feel unique. And what's more unique than jewelry handcrafted by an amazing gloss boss? Azaria is a unique and fabulous jewelry brand created and founded by Gloss Boss Ashley. Currently, she is the one-woman show designing, handcrafting, marketing, and selling her very own jewelry across Canada. Of course, running a company on your own can be very difficult, but of course, Ashley handles it like a Gloss Boss. So how exactly does Ashley balance the soft life with the life of a CEO? Well, today on Behind the Gloss, we are going to get to know the boss behind Azaria. Gloss. Boss. Yes, Ashley with Azaria. Oh, awesome. How's it going? No, I'm good. And how are you? good a little nervous because I've never done anything like this before but I'm excited I'm new to the podcasting world so I'm a little nervous too I'm not sure what we can just figure it out together exactly but um yeah again thank you for agreeing to do this with me and for speaking with me today it's awesome yeah of course and yeah I guess we'll just kind of jump right into it and I'll just ask you to um, tell everyone what Azaria is. Did I say that right? Azaria? Azaria, Azaria, oh, either's good. <laughs> um, yeah, Azaria Designs is my jewelry brand that I created. Um, I'm a metalsmith, uh, jewelry designer, business owner. And yeah, I um, sell my jewelry in markets, uh, online, and in some shops. Awesome. So I know I'm hoping everyone listening to this loves jewelry. So let's just go ahead and tell them, you know, where can they get this jewelry that you sell that online? Yeah, I do. So you can check out my website, azariadesigns.com, A-Z-A-R-I-A-H designs.com, or um, follow me on Instagram at azariadesigns as well. Awesome. And yes, like your jewelry is stunning and beautiful. I'm definitely going to need a piece after this. And I mean, what inspired you to start making jewelry? Were you making jewelry before? I mean, I've kind of dabbled in making jewelry over the years, just like since childhood, I guess. My mom has always um, supplied me with craft supplies and such growing up. So I tried making jewelry before, um, but it kind of all started probably about like 12 years ago now initially um it was me and my friend were kind of looking for a way to um be creative and have a side hustle we were both um working in a boutique at the time and we were kind of just like tossing around ideas of things that we could do to maybe make a little extra money and we ended up trying to give jewelry a shot um so yeah it just kind of came together in that sense and we did that for a couple years and then it actually ended up being put on the back burner for, for several years. And I guess about five years ago now, I ended up picking it up solo and just seeing like what I could make of it. I was just kind of feeling like I needed that creative outlet back. I'd worked in an office for several years and 
I just wanted like something that I was like passionate about. I had kind of always had this like pipe dream of working for myself and getting to do something that like was really enjoyable and something that I was passionate about instead of like a nine to five kind of thing, which definitely served me well for a time. But yeah, I just kind of thought, well, let's see like what I can make of this (laughs) and see if I can make it a full time thing. And so far, so good. Wow. I'm so glad (laughs) you did, you know, definitely chase your dreams. But you also said you kind of picked this up like more full time five years ago. Your business survived the pandemic. Like how? Yeah, well, the timing of that wasn't great, but I mean, everyone had to deal with it in some capacity, obviously. Um, It was like 2019 when I was ending my uh, office job that I'd had for several years and thinking like, what do I want to do next? I was kind of thinking that I wanted to do something different. And it was kind of always in the back of my mind, like, what about this jewelry thing? Like that did well before, like maybe I could make a go at that kind of thing. And so 2019, I decided to pick it up again. (laughs) And then, of course, 2020 hit. But, um, yeah, I definitely took a break at one point during the pandemic Mm -hmm. because things were just getting crazy. And I didn't feel like I was, like, giving my authentic self to it. It didn't feel enjoyable for a time. So there were a few months I took off. Um, But, yeah, I think a lot of people got creative during that time. And it seems like a lot of businesses popped up around then just with like peers I've met um, at different events and such that I've done a lot seem to have started during that time, which is really exciting. And people still seem to have a need for jewelry, which I was a little bit worried about at first. I was kind of like, are people going to care about this? Like, this isn't important. (laughs) But it's kind of like those little things that bring you joy. I know I find that in different ways. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it definitely, I definitely think that it is important in its own way. Yeah, and I like that you were even honest about saying, you know, you kind of took a pause from it because... Oh, for sure. (laughs) I mean, is that something that you would recommend to, you know, entrepreneurs or business owners? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, you got to hustle, you got to keep going, like, no days off, but we're human. We need a break, right? Yeah, I definitely believe in breaks. I think if I didn't take breaks... I would give up almost, but like, it's just healthy to be able to like step back and say, okay, I just need to like reassess. I just need to reset. I just need a little breather sort of thing. And sometimes you can like schedule those in and sometimes you push yourself too hard and you get burnt out and it's just not working and you just kind of like are required to take a break. So Mm -hmm. I'd say like schedule them in if you can when you get started so that you don't burn out. Um, but you just have to kind of like take it as it comes and see see what you need at the time. Because I think if you just push yourself too hard, eventually you'll burn out or you won't be showing up as your truest self and it will just lose that like sparkle almost, I feel. I love that. And yeah, dropping gems already. But, <laughs> and going back to the beginning when you were still um, starting your business, where did the name come from? Because I love the name. It's honestly something that it's grown into. Um, in the beginning, it was myself and um, my business partner I used to have. And both our names started with A's. And we couldn't, for the life of us, decide on a name. So we just ended up using, like, this A stamp that we had and stamping all our tags with this A stamp. And we just called ourselves, like, A Jewelers. And then we were like, okay, we got to come up with, like, a real name, like, some sort of something that we're known by. And we just ended up looking through A names to kind of have that commonality 
and it just kind of sounded right to be honest so we picked it and I feel like it's kind of grown into itself more so than like having a strong meaning in the beginning it just kind of we named it and it became what it is today I feel wow I love that because I always was under the impression that you kind of had to have the name first before you started a business but I mean what is or what was your first step in starting it in starting the brand or in starting the name oh starting the brand azaria right oh yeah so i guess initially we had tried to come up with a name but it just didn't so we just didn't let ourselves get stuck on it and um initially in the very very beginning we just both put in 50 bucks and bought a bunch of jewelry supplies and made as much as we could and then we just kept putting the money back into it and growing it like naturally we didn't want it to be like a huge money pit or something that we had to like invest in so we just kind of allowed the natural evolution and luckily it did really well so we could um grow it and buy more supplies and buy all the little things that come along with it like the packaging and the business cards and then looking into getting a website and all that kind of stuff so i think with it being a side hustle too when you're not like relying on the money from it you can kind of allow that natural growth and you don't have to invest a lot um yeah and then when I picked it up myself again a few years back I did invest a little bit more but I kind of had a rough idea of things and which was definitely helpful to kind of know what direction I wanted to go what do you think was the most important part in creating Azaria I think for me, like when I was picking it back up and it was like, okay, this is going to be a full-time thing. I want this to be my job. I want this to be my business. It was just more so about like the freedom of it and kind of creating the life that I wanted. And yeah, I guess, I mean, ultimately the point is you need to make money off of it, but I can't really do something for money if I don't find it to be like enjoyable. Mm especially if it's like I'm putting my name on that. I definitely have to have something that I'm passionate about. And I definitely have always been passionate about jewelry, but I think it's grown even more over the years. Um, I started taking metalsmithing classes probably about five years ago as well so that I could um, kind of like diversify and expand my skill set. And yeah, I think it just has to be something that you're passionate about And it's just, I think, important just to kind of have that freedom, even though sometimes you're working those long days, (laughs) day after day, but you're doing it for yourself instead of someone else. So I think, yeah. Yeah. No, again, like, I love that. And I agree in it. It, again, just makes me want to support your business so much more because I think, like, in this climate, it seems like everything is starting to get political. And it's like, oh, yeah. if I walk into this store and buy something from it, do I need to think, okay, ethically, what are they paying the workers? Where did they get these sources? Who's the CEO? And it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> and it's like, For I, sure. yeah, I want to support more small businesses and more, you know, like good companies, but it's it's hard to find. So yeah, I'm glad like as fate would have it I met you just kind of randomly I know like it's so cool and so amazing so again I just wish you continued success with this and you were already talking about like the long days and the hard days I have to ask 
did you ever want to quit? I don't know if I ever wanted to quit fully. Well, actually, no, that's not true. Probably in the moments, there's been moments where I'm like, why am I doing this? Just like in the hard days or the days where you don't really know what you're doing because you haven't gone down this path before and there are so many things to learn and overcome. So yes, I definitely have had my moments where I've thought about quitting, but I think just like taking a step back, taking a break, whether that's like the afternoon or a week or whatever you got to do, I think you just kind of have to remember like the reason why you started and also reminding yourself, or at least I constantly have to remind myself like the progress that I've made or how far I've come. Cause it's easy to like, look at the mountain in front of you that you feel you have to climb. But when you look back and see like, okay, look at all these things that seemed hard before and you did them. So you kind of just have to like give yourself pep talks and, or talk to someone else if you're like feeling in like a negative mind space and, that almost always helps me to like shift my mind back to a positive motivated state I feel oh, great and again just wonderful advice and you also were talking about how um, you decided to pick it back up solo why solo do you mind me asking where was your friend did she just kind of give you her blessing to say keep going for us or anything Yeah, well, she had followed her own career path. We had worked in a boutique together for years, and it made sense to sell it out of the shop and whatnot, and we had kind of put on the back burner thinking, like, we'd love to, like, pick this up in the future, but she followed her own career path that was fulfilling for her, and my career path, as well as my position that I had at an office, um, we kind of knew that a layoff was coming up, so I was kind of thinking, like, what could I do next? And we had talked about picking it up so or picking up together, but um, again, she had just already followed her career path that worked best for her at the time. And so I asked her, like, how would you feel if I picked up Azaria again? I'm kind of feeling like I'd like to give it a try. And yeah, I absolutely had her blessing, which was wonderful. And yeah, but honestly, I don't know if I would have started if it wasn't starting with her. It was great having someone in the beginning to like bounce ideas off of and just like to talk you through things sometimes it's just like nice to have like a business partner so sometimes I do absolutely miss that aspect of it it's a little trickier sometimes giving yourself the pep talks than when you can like talk it out with your friend (laughs) yeah that's exactly what I was gonna ask like is it harder to work on your own I mean do you have um, people working for you or are you just kind of running the show yourself Yeah, so at this point, it's just me. I'm just a one-woman show right now. I hope to hire in the future. I'll probably get an employee to help me out with some some tasks so that I can focus on other things. But it's just me at this point. Um, I am an independent kind of introverted person, so I don't mind it. I like it most of the time. But I do sometimes, like, miss that, like, workplace dynamic Um, as well just like I don't miss necessarily the job that I had but I do miss just like the people aspect of it but I try to soak up the moments when I am in spaces where I have um, my peers around me like if I'm doing a market or I'm popping by a shop that sells my jewelry it's just so nice to be able to like chat with people that are kind of in the same realm as you or sort of doing something in this to the same idea of what you're doing and just kind of 
see like, oh yeah, there are other people out here doing it. Cause sometimes, especially like during the pandemic and stuff, it's like, you kind of feel like you're doing something on your own and you don't really have that yeah. same dynamic that you're used to. Cause I did work in the workplace with others for years. Wow. And again, you're a hundred percent on your own. So you mean your social media, your website, the design, the creation, the selling, like going to marks, finding these places, you're doing all that on your own. I mean, for the most part, yes, I did have someone build my website because I am not tech savvy (laughs) at all, but I do maintain it myself. So I did have someone build that. Um, I did have someone design my logo because I don't feel like graphic design is my forte at all. (laughs) Um, And I hope to get some more branding done in the future. But yeah, the rest of it is me learning the ropes to a bunch of different (laughs) kind of positions, I'd say. So it's like, yes, I did go into this to make jewelry, but you do have to learn all these different aspects of it. And then hopefully as you grow, you can outsource more and more and focus on what you are the best at and hire experts to do an even better job at the other things. (laughs) But wow, like again, I'm just so amazed and impressed and honestly inspired because yeah, even for me, I'm like, of course, yeah, I'm like, okay, (laughs) I want to start a podcast. And again, I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And like you were saying earlier, it would be nice to have a co-host with me (laughs) to kind of help. But um, yeah, I think it's also kind of cool to see like the strength that you have within yourself and how you are able to learn it's like okay we're learning quickly we're being independent so yeah yes oh i need no it's fun to kind of prove it to yourself too like it feels really overwhelming and intimidating sometimes but if you like i'm constantly breaking things down into like bite-sized pieces or just like baby steps like my lists are very detailed but i find that if i do it that way like i just take it one piece at a time and then you look at the list at the end and you're like okay I did it but otherwise if you look at the whole thing it can feel really overwhelming and daunting no again great advice breaking it down one by one so again you're doing all this on your own what has been or is the hardest part in starting your business or running it I think just the learning curves are tough Um, just having to learn different aspects of things of like, I can make jewelry, but I'm not necessarily like a business person or a salesperson or a photographer or all these different things. So I think it's just learning all the different kind of things that come along with it was probably tough. Um, yeah. And I think just like knowing that things don't always go as planned Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of be ready to be adaptable and like reassess as you go kind of thing but I think just like the learning curves have been the toughest part but it feels really good once you get past the different things that you didn't know how to do Mm -hmm. and yeah well again you're doing a great job and honestly I never would have known that like you didn't know how to do these things because again everything that I've seen it just looks great and it looks super professional so yeah Aww, thank you of course and again you were talking about um not really being like a salesperson or a business person um mm-hmm. do you feel like maybe it would be easier to run this business like if you were a man 
I'm not sure if it would have been easier. I've definitely had like those moments where maybe men are being condescending or like surprised that you're doing something like that full time. That's your own business or like reached out to different businesses that are like uh, led by men and like you never hear back and you kind of wonder like, was that because (laughs) they don't think I'm serious or was that just like I got lost in their emails? So it's hard to say, but like I do choose to surround myself with women as much as I can. Like when I'm looking for a teacher for like a metalsmithing class or if I'm looking for a mentor or something like that, I always like without even thinking about it, I always gravitate towards women. (laughs) And I do find that like there's a lot of women in like the makers and artists community Mm -hmm. and um, everyone just really supports each other. I think because also because like sexism is out there and it's like, the women are just kind of each other's cheerleaders. So it's kind of like a little community, I feel like almost. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think I just like lean into that female energy and I don't worry about the rest. <laughs> no, that's good. And I think you do have to focus on the positive and what's good because, yeah, negative things can weigh you down. But I love mm-hmm. that. And because I know um, people will say, oh, women can't get along, women can't work together, all these things. And it's like, no, actually, like you just said, women support each other. What is the quote? Empowered women, empower women. And it's like, all the women in my life are just absolutely incredible. And if I'm down, they definitely lift me up. Yeah, and I think there's room for everyone, too. Like, even people that work in the same field as me, like, it's so exciting to, like, talk to them and see, like, what they're doing. And, yeah, just, like, chatting with your peers and like-minded people. Like, it's never a competition, I don't feel. Good. I love that because I would imagine there are a lot of um, jewelry companies out there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess, like, do you ever feel threatened or do you just try to learn from them? No, I think it's, like, it is, like, a highly saturated field, and I think, like, when you have a closer look at it, it's all, like, very different, and everyone kind of has their own style. I don't really feel threatened by anyone. Like, I feel excited when I see other people doing jewelry, (laughs) and, um, yeah, there's, like, a strong online community, and it just seems like people for the most part, like, want to help each other out. And then I try to help out people as well that are just starting out if they have questions because people did that for me. And, yeah, I think, I don't know, I think I'm all for the community aspect and supporting one another. Yay. I, again, I love that. And honestly, to me, everything you just said about supporting the community and wanting to help others, I feel like that's a definition of a boss. Um, how would you describe a boss or what's your definition? Yeah, um, I would agree with you for sure. And, um, I also just think it is like someone that kind of forges their own path, I guess, Mm -hmm. and brings their own ideas to life. Um, just like, I just think of like actively manifesting your destiny, I guess, is what I kind of think of. (laughs) So you believe in manifestation? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Did you manifest being a boss and owning your own business? Like, were you destined to be a boss, you think? I think so. I mean, even if it's just wishful thinking, which I don't really think that it is, I feel like we're all creating our own realities. And yeah, I think that I was meant to be where, where I am. I also think that like, 
having jobs over the years when I wasn't working for myself, I feel like that is all actually really beneficial to me and kind of helped me to be where I am today, like working in different industries over the years. I worked in retail, the restaurant industry, um, office jobs. Like I feel like all of that gave me skills that I use now, but I do think that when it comes down to it, like I'm happiest working for myself. And I think that it was kind of meant to be for sure. Yeah. Nice. And again, like in all the different jobs have, or would you like to share any horror stories that you may have had with a boss that probably wasn't a good boss? I'm trying to think of some. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've definitely worked in different places where bosses weren't professional and alike, but I can't really think of any specifics, to be honest. Well, like, were your bosses, did you have male and female bosses? Yes, yeah. My last job, I had wonderful bosses, which was great. For the most part, I've lucked out and I've had good bosses, but there's definitely been, like, those shorter stints at jobs where things weren't run properly, perhaps, Mm. and they were more short-lived. But, yeah, I've mostly been really lucky with bosses over the years. They've been supportive, and, yeah, I think my last job, actually, I had a female boss, which was wonderful. I definitely, like I said, prefer... I don't know, I just, like, hit it off with women better, I guess. (laughs) Nothing against men, but, like, having a female boss is, like, also really inspiring, and you can see, like, what they're doing and how they're doing it, and they're always trying to, like, boost you up, which is great. Yeah, I agree. I think I've tended to have more female bosses, and, Mm -hmm. yeah, they've all been really nice and really encouraging. I remember I had one, and she was like, oh, can you work this day? And I was like, uh, because... I kind of felt like I always have to say yes. I always have to work so hard. And she was like, you can say no. Like, it's fine. So, Oh, that's to, awesome. Yeah. I, to hear that from her was like, okay. Because mm-hmm. in your experience, do you think, you know, that women make better bosses? Mm-hmm. Good question. I mean, I feel like, yeah, they do, to be honest. <laughs> I think that females can I mean these are generalizations but I feel like women are more like empathetic and sometimes lead with more authenticity perhaps Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah, I don't know I just I think sometimes they lead with like not like a softer energy like they're soft and delicate but just like not feeling the need to necessarily like prove anything Mm. Whereas men can sometimes be more competitive, perhaps, or even, like, aggressive, or maybe, like, pushing their assertiveness too far, perhaps. Mansplaining. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit of that happening sometimes, experience that. (laughs) It's kind of like, okay, I mean, when when people are mansplaining to you, do you, like, interject and say, I know, like, stop, or (laughs) do you just kind of let them talk? Um, good question. I think usually I just smile and nod and wait for it to be (laughs) over and then make sure I don't encounter that person again. But yeah, sometimes you gotta speak up if it's like too serious of a topic and it's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just a bit more shy by nature. So I kind of just 
let them talk and be like, okay, yeah, whatever. And like you said, just never talk to them again. Like, okay, I'll avoid you like the Yeah, exactly. I'm definitely a shy person too. So it's like, I'm, I don't really love confrontation. If you have to, like, fine, I'll do it. But for the most part, I just let them say what they're going to say and get out of there. Exactly. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It's like different Uh situations. You kind of got to read the room. Sometimes you got to speak up. Sometimes you just got to shut up because some people just don't change, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, sometimes even if you do make an effort to tell them that you already know something they're explaining or tell them the correct information or something, sometimes you're just talking to a wall. So it's like, is this even worth my energy? (laughs) Yes, and speaking of, like, I had bosses to where I'll try to explain like the reason that I did something and they don't even hear it they're just kind of like no do it like this and it's like I there's a method to the madness but yeah again I'm willing to communicate not just like talk at you yeah and I like what you said earlier about women kind of being more empathetic and I think that's what makes a good boss like that's a quality that bosses should have And I know for me, like, if my boss is empathetic towards me, I want to work harder. But for you, like, what do you think is the most important quality that a boss should have? Um, I think for me right now, just working for myself, I think it's just kind of like not giving up, sticking with it, taking things in stride and just like chipping away. I kind of like refer to it as just taking things as baby steps and just like remembering like why you started and staying true to your dreams and just just kind of following your path I think great because I know before you mentioned you know sometimes you reach out to people and they don't um, respond to you so you know you're kind of rejected in a way is that still how you handle rejection by remembering why you started Yeah, for sure. And I mean, there's a lot because you're constantly like contacting shops or applying to markets or all these things. And like the jewelry world is saturated, but I do think there's room for everyone. But you just need to find like your fit or find places like where you belong. And you do have to like be persistent. You can't just reach out to one shop and they say no or they don't get back to you. And you're like, oh, this isn't worth it. Like you really have to keep at it, I think and try not to take things personally which I mean sometimes I still do (laughs) sometimes it hurts your feelings but like you just have to like remember that like it's not personal and everyone out there is trying to like make a go at it and you just have to like keep going I think oh great like honestly you're preaching to me because I swear if I get rejected you know even if I'm out to eat and they're like sorry we're out of that I'm like I'm being rejected I'm ready to yeah and fall out on the floor like why is this happening to me my life is over but, yep. yeah I'm, no I know what you mean yeah and even do you believe in that saying rejection is redirection or God's protection I mean yeah it could be for sure mm-hmm. or some people yeah. will say like everything happens for a reason okay. which I mm-hmm. I go back and forth on that one because I'm not sure if everything happens for a reason. But sometimes, like, something didn't work out one way and you follow another path that you never would have gone down, which turned out to be, like, wonderful. So, yeah, it could totally be redirection. And, I mean, has that happened to you? I mean, I definitely have, like, different places that I've applied to that I wanted to be a part of. 
and didn't. And then I applied for other things that would have happened the same day. And those have turned out to be wonderful. And then you make connections at those events instead. And it just, I think it does all work out in the end, for sure. Okay, again, you're giving me hope because (laughs) good I'm glad because again I'm like I have no clue what I'm doing but I mean even as a boss like do you feel like you always know what you're doing uh no I feel like I never feel like I know what I'm doing (laughs) but I like have to remind myself that like no one really does and we're all just winging it to some capacity and if we do know what we're doing it's because we learned it at some time Mm -hmm. I mean at least this is what I tell myself yeah and honestly like it helps when I am in areas where I'm not just like working solo like if I am at an event which is where I see a lot of my peers or if I am popping into a shop to do a restock and it's like a female-owned shop like I love the opportunity to just like chat with other people that are like doing the same thing because we can talk about how like we're taking steps to do things that are new to us and whatnot and yeah, there's no way to know what you're doing, I feel, when you're going down a new path. <laughs> so, yeah, you just have to, like, learn as you go. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, learning from other people, because you're talking about how you do meet people kind of doing the same thing. Um, have they imparted any wisdom to you that you'd like to share? Like, what have you learned from other bosses that you've met? Yeah, I mean just kind of speaking to that um, idea of like feeling like you know what you're doing or like imposter syndrome um, one joy brand that I really look up to speaking with the owner of that brand and just talking about like oh like not feeling like I know what I'm doing or like feeling like this isn't real or what's going on just feeling like going down that new path and she said to me yeah that never really goes away and that surprised me because I felt like she was like miles ahead of me which she she is she's been growing her brand for many years and is very successful and I feel like oh I'd love to be where she is or I'd love to like do that same kind of thing Mm -hmm. and just hearing like someone that's like miles ahead of you say like oh yeah that never goes away I was like what so I'm like okay so I have to learn to live with this this isn't gonna go away maybe I can like I don't know, mm-hmm. treat it as it comes, but, mm-hmm. like, just knowing that, like, when you're taking bigger steps and, like, reaching bigger milestones mm-hmm. as you go, like, you're still going to have that feeling, It's or so I'm told. <laughs> That's crazy, because it's, like, hopeful yet depressing at the same time. It's like, what? I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm it's like, like I'm like, well, you've made it, so how do you feel? And they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's it's good in the sense of, like we said earlier it's like okay we don't know what we're doing but we're still trying and then we see that hey we did it even though we didn't know how so again it's kind of a feeling that we can live with because it's like even if we don't know that doesn't mean that we can't do it if that makes sense yeah and I think like surrounding yourself with people that are kind of doing things uh similar to what you're doing currently or like are in a place that you like aspire to be is really great too because sometimes when you're talking about it with like friends or family that have taken an entirely different path they kind of think like oh well how are you going to do that or like it seems like unattainable or they might put doubt in your mind I feel Mm -hmm. sometimes but then when you're talking to people that are like like like-minded whether that's like in the real world or like online or wherever you may find 
those like-minded people I feel like that really helps to like remind you that like this is totally possible like people are doing it so you can do it too kind of thing oh awesome and yeah again this is what this whole podcast is about just sharing stories and letting everyone know that again no one knows what we're doing we're all (laughs) we're all trying and again like um for all of my podcasts and you know I write blogs and things it's like if she can do it you can too because it's like we all are in this we're all human so you know it's not um yeah absolutely do I all attainable exactly but even though I know we talked about imposter syndrome and not feeling like you know what you're doing do you ever um get afraid of being labeled as bossy I feel like I'm actually like a pretty shy introverted person so I don't really worry about that too much but um I mean my family would probably say otherwise (laughs) but yeah I don't really get labeled as that and I also don't have people reporting to me yet so working for myself it's a little bit different I guess um but yeah at this time I don't think I'm really worried about that no that's good and I mean just why do you think women get labeled as bossy it's the age-old question mm-hmm. well I mean that's definitely a sexism thing yeah I think um men are allowed to be or men are assertive and women are doing the same thing and they're labeled as bossy um yeah I mean I don't think that's right and I think that it's I mean I hope the mindset is shifting that women can do everything that men can do and yeah. it's not a bossy thing if you're taking charge and yeah well, right I definitely think it's changing and we're, we're gonna change it because <laughs> you're just gonna keep being successful yeah exactly and I'm gonna keep being successful and same with all the other incredible women out there right now and I mean even though again we talked about not always feeling confident in being a boss you must have moments where you kind of applaud yourself and you're like oh I did that like let's speak more positively what makes you confident yeah I think I mean I definitely have my moments and I think it's like important to stop and celebrate those moments instead of like okay on to the next thing sort of thing um yeah I mean I definitely have moments where like I achieved something that I thought was going to be hard to overcome and maybe it was really hard to overcome and like I get through a weekend event or something that I thought was going to be really intimidating or really overwhelming and you're like oh I did that like that Mm -hmm. was no problem and then I don't I also find a confidence building um when you do something like over and over again and it just gets easier Mm. so like things that seemed like oh my gosh I can't do that like if I'm teaching myself like a new metal smithing skill or something and I make something and I'm like oh my gosh I'm never doing that again that was so hard (laughs) and then I'm stubborn so I do it over and over again until I get better at it and then I feel like confident in it and I'm like there I did it and it's just like practicing love it love it love it and I really do hope that you like take the time I know you're talking about taking breaks I hope you take time out to celebrate your accomplishments and yeah, no, every day you need to wake up and be like, I did that, I'm doing it, I'm going to do it again. But are there any qualities you think that make a bad boss? Um, In terms of like running your own business sort of thing or in terms of 
um, having people report to you? Ooh, I mean, yeah, I guess both. I would, I would think they're one in the same, but I guess they could be yeah. different. Yeah, I guess it could apply to both for sure. Um, hmm. I think just, I think if you're going to like give up easily, then that's not necessarily going to work out for you. Um, I think you just kind of have to be almost like stubborn sometimes and just kind of push forward. So I think if you're, if you're going to have the mentality that if like something goes wrong, like it's not meant for you or like you make a mistake and you're like, oh no, I can't like move forward. Then I think that's probably not a good quality to have because that kind of stuff is going to happen like all the time. So I think just like sticking with it is like the best thing to do and just having more of like a problem solver mentality instead of like letting things get you down or letting any walls or hurdles like you were talking about earlier kind of come in the way. You kind of just have to like problem solve and come up with a solution or find a different way to do something. Um, yeah, I definitely think like you have to be open-minded versus closed-minded and just like sticking with things like having, having the um, like strength to just like keep going, I think. Yeah, I love that. And again, you're preaching to me because I think I do tend to give up <laughs> like sometimes I'm like oh this didn't work okay I want to quit but I mean for you does that come naturally to you or was that something that you kind of had to adapt yeah I definitely think I had to adapt and I had to learn it because when it start when you kind of start on your own path it kind of feels like when, and when those things start happening, it kind of feels like things are working against you. And you do start thinking, like, I started thinking, like, oh, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Oh, this isn't working out. Oh, I didn't get accepted to this event or this one. And it's it's kind of, like, deterring almost. But then you realize you have to be stubborn. You have to push through. You have to keep going. And things eventually start clicking. And things that are meant for you find you. And you just keep keep at it, basically. So, yeah, I totally felt that way. And you just kind of learn over time that like, that's kind of how things are. And then as the more you push through, the easier it gets, I think. And like, you find things that click and you find people um, in the world that you're working in that you can like collaborate with or things like that. So I think you just have to keep keep going, honestly. You know, I know we live in this society where it's like, no, don't quit, hustle every day. We talked before about, okay, sometimes you need breaks. Sometimes, hey, maybe you need to just stop. Maybe this really is not working out. Like, how do you kind of know when to quit? Yeah, that's kind of hard to say, to be honest. I would think like when, I mean, when you're like in the long-term feel just like, not like maybe you just start hating it maybe you just start thinking like this is absolutely not what I want to do anymore um but I think like you're gonna have like good days and bad days and I think just if perhaps you start feeling like your intuition is telling you like I no longer want to follow this path I don't like the end goal isn't exciting me anymore maybe that would be a time to kind of yeah. reanalyze and see what you might want to do instead no, I agree. And I love that because you said before, like, you just have to think of why you're doing this and why you started. And yeah, I just agree. Like, if you start losing that and start hating it, then 
yeah, this isn't really for you. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we're allowed to change our mind as we go. We're allowed to say, I think I'd like to do this instead. Or, oh, I didn't realize that this was going to be like 90% working on the computer or something, depending like what you're doing. Maybe you decide that you do want to do something else and that's okay too. But yeah, I think just like thinking about it as you go and yeah, realizing why you're doing it and what you really want to do. What have you learned about yourself, but also what was just the biggest like lesson or shocker to when you were starting your own business? Hmm. I think just like relying and like trusting myself more so, especially like going from having a business partner initially to going on my own. I was used to like having someone to bounce ideas off of and things like that. And also going from working in like a team environment for like a lot of my jobs. I think I just had to like learn to trust myself and keep going and just like, yeah, just trusting my opinion on things or my ideas on things and putting it out in the world and you can see what people think and go from there too. But I think just like trusting, like you've got this, like you don't need other people to like reinforce it. You can just do your own thing and yeah. Oh, again, you're just speaking to me <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> I, realize I like second guess myself so much. And I don't know if it's like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of women kind of second guess themselves. But again, look yeah. at our society that we kind of live in. And it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't sort of thing. And I was sure. nervous. of like, what are other people going to think? Like, what if I fail? And it's like, well... You have to think like, well, what if you succeed? Like, what if you don't try? Like, you'll never know. And yeah, it's just yeah, about exactly. changing that mindset, which is so hard. But I mean, do you have like a core memory of when you feel like you wanted to second guess yourself, but you fully trusted yourself? And like, did you see it pay off? I mean, I don't know if I can think of one exact thing, but just like it's just little things all the time happen. Like I'll like design something. I'll be like, Oh, I don't know if anyone's going to like this. And then I put it out and it doesn't hit and you just don't know. So I think it's just trying things and seeing what works, but you really do have to like trust yourself and give it a try. Cause like, like you said, you, you really don't know until you try. And honestly, like, it is hard to like not care what other people think, like say that I don't care, but we all do like to some extent, of course. But, um, yeah, honestly, like people, people are in their own world. They're not really paying attention to what you're doing. We're all like overthinking, I think, like what other people are thinking all the time. And it's like, no, everyone's doing the same thing. And like, just do you and it'll be okay. Yeah. No, that's so true. And you also said, you know, like, you don't, you didn't really have like, one big thing. And that's hmm. something else. It's like, it's the little things. It's the little things that start adding up. And then it creates, yeah. like, this big thing. And it's like, oh, wow, like, I actually did it. So I love that. And, again, like, I think even for myself, I need to stop looking at the big picture and just take it one step at a time because it's like. Yeah, totally. And I have to, like, remind myself of that, like, always. <laughs> yes, it's so hard. And I don't even, I don't know why. And I do kind of laugh a bit when people say, oh, you shouldn't care what other people think. And I'm like, but that's how I would need to survive. Like, I'm sorry, I need people to 
like this podcast <laughs> so that like they'll listen and you know like that's For how sure. we generate income and like I can afford a house and food so I kind of find it a bit funny when people are like don't worry about what they think because it's like no to an extent I do need someone mm-hmm. to like totally. it. it's like you're putting something out there in the world but I think it does also like kind of come down to like if you're being like your true authentic self like that's kind of like glow and shine and people are going to like be attracted to that almost yes so sometimes you do have to like make adjustments of course and people are gonna be like oh I'm not really as into that but I think like just coming from like a place of like uh, authenticity just like instead of being what you think people might want you to be I guess I mean pays off so do you have any advice that you would like to give to young entrepreneurs I would just say, like, to start to go for it. Like, if they're doubting whether they want to try it or not, I just think, like, just you never know what could happen if you try, right? And if it does. But honestly, I think that, like, we should follow our dreams. And, yeah, our dreams are reality. I think we can manifest our destinies. And, yeah, I would say just say go for it, honestly. Love it. And speaking of manifesting let's manifest for you what do you want your business to achieve where do you see yourself in the next five years oh good question (laughs) these are tough ones I mean I haven't been focusing in much on the big picture lately I've just been focusing on the baby steps because (laughs) otherwise I get too overwhelmed but I think I would just like to like continue to grow my skill set. I have like a lot of different skills that I'm trying to acquire and I, I need to accept that it takes time to, to get there for sure. And I just need to put in the time and they'll come. So I hope to be a much more skilled metalsmith by that time. I hope to maybe be in a few more shops and yeah, I don't know exactly what the, what the future holds. I'll have to think about that one a little deeper. Yeah, but going back to what we were talking about earlier, not looking at the big picture, I kind of like that. Again, you're not. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, again, it's baby steps. Um, This is my goal for right now and tomorrow. And yeah, definitely going to do that for myself because I'm already like, okay, I need to merchandise. I need this. I need that. It's going to be big. And it's like, dude, just what, what are we doing today? <laughs> what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah. Like, focus on that. And I think that's like something too that I did right when I was starting out was I wanted everything to be perfect. Like I wanted to have the packaging perfect and the branding perfect and just every aspect I wanted to be perfect. And I wasn't willing to like put anything out in the world until it was perfect. And then I kind of came to a point where like months go by and you're like, okay, it's never going to be perfect. I'm just going to have to throw it out there and improve as I go. I think that's something that I actually enjoy watching other brands and individuals do. Like, I love seeing people's growth, but I don't like (laughs) showing my own. But you have to be vulnerable and just start and 
be willing to just like evolve as you go and improve and have that like glow up almost kind of thing but sometimes it's hard to like do for yourself but I like seeing other people do that and I understand when others are doing it so I try to remind myself of that also yeah again I love it and I think the thing is again we want it to be so perfect I don't think anyone's expecting us to be perfect and I do feel like a lot of people are like quite forgiving of the fall yeah, and oh, honestly okay, it's whatever. like things that they might not even notice and I'm just like picking away at it and they're like oh I had no idea yeah exactly I'm not gonna lie I'm a little nervous about my sound quality right now but again I'm like hopefully people just listen and hear the words and everything we're saying and then you know one day we will be having this conversation in a studio <laughs> and you know but again oh 100 totally yeah but it's like again what am i doing today what am i doing tomorrow today i'm recording this tomorrow i'm going to edit and then we're gonna post like just focus on the small things yeah and, exactly yeah and i did also want to ask you if you could go back in time and restart your business is there anything you would do differently? That's a tough one because I constantly wish that I was like a little further down the road kind of thing. So I'm like, oh, if only I had started sooner or like taken classes sooner or maybe like even a business class, I feel like it would have helped. Kind of just have to learn as you go. Ooh. I might encourage myself to be like a little more confident in my decisions and in my actions, actually. I would probably say like confidence. But maybe that's something you have to acquire as you go as well. <laughs> yeah. Again, that's something I know I'm working on. But wait, you said you don't have, um, like, a business degree or anything? In no, I didn't take any business classes. I just kind of threw myself into it and learned as I went along. Wow. <laughs> I'm just I think kidding. a lot of people are kind of taking that route these days, too, which is kind of encouraging. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe like years ago, it was kind of like you were expected to kind of follow that route and have some some college or oh, yeah. just like courses with that sort of knowledge. But yeah, I've just kind of been learning what I need to as I go along in my own in my own journey. Yeah, but I love it because, you know, if you can do it, I can do it. The next girl can do it like everyone can. Exactly. And again, thank you so much for being like open and transparent and sharing your story because again it just makes it easier for the next person to do it hopefully they have less doubts and hopefully they're more confident because you know we're kind of sharing our struggles like hey guys like I don't know what I'm doing but I'm doing it and it's working so come Mm -hmm. do it too and yeah I just love that and I can't thank you enough oh yeah no problem (laughs) But yeah, and I did also want to ask before we go, I know um, you are a one woman show, which is amazing and incredible. But again, we're hoping for a glow up where you would have staff. Um, Mm -hmm. Does that make you nervous to have staff? Because then you really are the boss and everyone's reporting to you. Like, how are you feeling about taking that hat on? Yeah, I mean, hopefully within the next few years that will happen. I'm going to try and do it on my own for as long as I can, (laughs) but we'll see. If it gets a little overwhelming, then I'll have to take that next step. And yeah, no, that is a little little bit nerve-wracking for sure. 
um, just thinking about like which sorts of things you want to pass on um, to someone else to do. And that's the thing too, with like wanting everything to be perfect, you have to be able to like release control of some things yeah. and trust that someone else will follow the instructions and take it on as their own tasks. But yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a little nerve wracking, <laughs> but I just have to like trust the process, I guess. And yeah, the day will come. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And do you know what kind of boss do you want to be or do you think you'll be more strict more fun like I don't know what kind of bosses are there to be mm, I think I would I don't think I'd be like super strict but I also wouldn't want to have like a super I mean I hope that I'm like fun yeah <laughs> but I would definitely want to have like some um organization to it so that everything is like laid out and there's not too much like gray area of what's supposed to be done and whatnot um yeah I'm not too sure I guess I'll find out yeah I think that's like the other thing with businesses of course you have your plan and nothing goes to plan and it's like wow but like that being said does it ever feel like a waste of planning or is there like you know something good to the plan Uh, I think it pays off for the most part Mm. I don't yeah I don't think it's a waste of planning I think it's like organization actually doesn't come super naturally to me I have to definitely like set aside time to write everything out or to organize all my stock or things like that I'm not someone that's like super OCD and like does it naturally so I definitely have to like make a point and like mentally get it done sort of thing um but yeah, I think it's super important, and I think it's very beneficial and pays off definitely in the long run. Oh, good. And yeah, honestly, that was pretty much all my questions, but I do like to end every interview I do with letting um, my guests just say whatever they want to say, like if there was something that I didn't touch on or didn't go deep enough in or just anything else you want to add or if you wanted to clarify one of your points I mean the floor is yours anything you want to say really I mean I think you asked so many great questions that I feel like everything was covered (laughs) but I've had like a lovely time speaking with you and I'm really honored that uh you had me on your show yeah I know it was fake I'm excited to listen to all your podcasts oh thank you so much again like our conversation has definitely um like inspired me to keep going because yeah, there are days it's like, mm, no one's going to listen. Maybe I shouldn't do this. But it's like, you know what? I'm passionate about this. It's going to help someone. So let's keep going. And we all got to start somewhere and it's only going to get better. So exactly. I say go for it. Oh, thank you so much. And I know you already said it before, but just go ahead and say it again. Where can the people find you and your business, Azaria? Yeah, so my Instagram is at Azaria Designs, um, A-Z-A-R-I-A-H Designs, and my website is just AzariaDesigns.com. Awesome. Well, yeah, I'm sure you will get a lot more sales in the future, and I know I'm definitely going to go online and try to get some for myself, but again, I can't thank you enough for being on and yeah just thank you so so much and I hope you have a great rest of your day thank you you as well thank you again for having me of course take care okay bye bye
Even though there are so many jewelry brands out there, Azaria thrives because Ashley always stays true to herself. Like she said, you don't have to be perfect to get started. All you have to do is have a passion and a purpose. Remember, if we can do it, you can too. Thank you so much, Ashley, for reminding me of why I got started. And I promise to just take it one day at a time. And if I ever forget that, I'll just look at my very own handcrafted Azaria design. So please, please, please support our gloss boss, Ashley, by getting your very own jewelry from Azaria. And after you put that on, put your glass on, get your glass on, cause you're a glass.